We promised we would give you week 12 recaps, and we're going to do just that. We'll talk about who now is getting ready for the bowl party, who is trying to spoil other teams' parties, all of that and more on today's show. You are Locked On ACC, your daily podcast on the Atlantic Coast Conference, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. everybody. Welcome to today's edition of Locked on ACC. I'm your host, Kim Cooper, joined by Kenton Gibbs of Locked on Wolfpack. Each and every day, you can find us wherever you listen to podcasts. Make sure you download and subscribe on our YouTube page. Kenton, how are you feeling today? Feeling good. Feeling great. Feeling great. Feeling good. How are you? You know, I would feel better if my team won too. So, you know, I get it. I get the vibes. I get the vibes. I mean, hey, this was a tough week for you, you know, but I'm here for you as I patently do. I'm going to put my hand on your shoulder when I say this. It's going to be all right. We're going to reset for bowl season. And, you know, you could you could find a way to pull out with the uh, with the locked on ACC Champions Cup for bowl season. Lasai, unfortunately, my picks didn't go quite as planned this week. However, semicolon comma, I'm having a great time. I'm having a ball. Sometimes you got to pick a little wildness. Sometimes it works out in your favor, and sometimes teams stand ten toes. And that's just the way it goes. But either way, happy to be here. Let's get into our recaps, though, because there were some games that definitely were quite head scratchers, and those that we said, all right, I mean, I guess Boston College and Pitt would be the one. Now, when we talked about Syracuse playing with desperation, right, they were trying to save their coach, didn't quite work out for them. Now, Pitt here decided that, yeah, you're coming into our town, Boston College. You're not as good as you think you are, Boston College, and we're going to make sure you know that. We recapped that game so we don't have to stay here long, but we really didn't pick Pitt, and maybe we should have thought about that a little bit deeper. You know, I think the most interesting thing here is there really isn't a metric by which you could say, hey, Pitt was supposed to be the better team here. There really isn't. You look at everything, all indicators said, hey, this is a Boston College team that should be pissed off. They should be ready to roll. They should be hungry for a victory here. And yet we got one of the flattest performances that we saw by Boston College all year. And and to see Castellanos be outdueled by Nate Yarnell. To see Rodney Hammond Jr. run all over this BC defense that we had talked about game after game after game in terms of this back half of the season, they just got better and better and better. And then in these last two, to give up 48 against Virginia Tech, and you think, okay, they're going to have a bounce back game in this one. And then give up 24, which was a bit of a bounce back, but still, offensively, they only put up 16 on to, to counteract that. Just very disappointing to say the least. 100%. Louisville, well, we all picked Boston College. Should have picked Pitt. There it is. Yeah. Louisville and Miami. Now, this Louisville game. The Snellenberger Bowl. <laughs> Plummer decided he wasn't going to necessarily do his big one, and the kickers decided they weren't going to do their big one either. However, Tyler Van Dyke said, don't worry about it because I'm going to do the least amount of work here. Well, I don't I, – okay. Now, y'all know me. Y'all know me. You know, I know I've been a little critical of Tyler Van Dyke's, even going as far as calling him Tyler My- Van Dyke's. Why didn't you think I set it up that way? Because I'm just—I I thought I was relishing in what you have been doing all season. But but this game was not solely on Tyler. That defense 
had to show something down the stretch, anything down the stretch. And what did they do instead? What did I they mean, do instead? I mean, let's well, let's let's be real. They had a miscommunication, and two boys got knocked out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That that I, was that was the touchdown that changed, the, and ultimately was the winning touchdown. And I'm I'm here. I'm with you. I'm and with Miami you. had an opportunity to drive down the field, with which they did, and still couldn't finish to get to overtime. All I'm saying is this: for At Tyler. Home. For Tyler Van Dyke to have his first conference game in the red zone. For Tyler Van Dyke to have his first game of the year where we get Mm -hmm. a touchdown Mm -hmm. and no turnovers. Mm -hmm. For them to have Mark Fletcher Jr., that boy, Jack be nimble, Jack be quick, Jack be a 220-pound back that got some lateral moves too. For them to show up. For them to finally get the ball to Brashard Smith as much as everybody talked about, oh, Brashard needs the ball more, Brashard needs the ball more. For them to finally get him going. And then defensively to allow 38 to a banged-up Joar Jordan, to a banged-up receiving core, where I believe it was Jamari Thrash who was deeply limited, that's disappointing. That's disappointing to say the least. And I'll tell you this much. To me, to me, I think Jack Plummer did do his big one in this game. I think that he very much so played the type of game that I was talking about where I said if they can get five of those, they'd be perfectly fine. Okay, listen, I am all for you. This is the most positive spin you talked about Louisville and Miami this entire season. I just want you to know that. Listen, I love Snellenberger. I love the boots. God rest his soul. Amazing coach. A phenomenal man by all accounts. This is what college football is about. This type of rivalry, this type of moment where, you know, it's a it's a you're coming up with a trophy and all that to honor a man who meant so much to both of these programs. I mean, you can't it. And on top of that. This game wasn't good because it was high scoring. It was just a high scoring game that it was a good game that happened to be high score. Like this really was high quality competition. And so I got to give both teams their credit because I watched this game from start to finish. I know lots of locked on ACC fans say that we don't watch the games. We're just uh, box score watching. Go to our Twitter page. I promise you, you can't get that from box score watching. But box um, score watching is crazy. Yeah, yeah, it is. But Who you know. Said that? Oh, you've seen the comments. You've seen the comments. I ain't read that one. We ain't, we ain't gonna go there. But long story short, um, you know this this was a very very entertaining game, and both teams put out valiant efforts, amazing efforts by both quarterbacks. The defense is just kind of, I mean, with all due respect to Miami, there were multiple moments where I I kind of looked up and said, "Where's all this talent on defense? Where's Bain? Where's Kitchens? Where's Williams? What's going on here?" So you know. That's all well and good defensively, blah, blah, blah. But when you had the opportunity on the final play and you have to have a throw that's five yards and you can't make it, I'm sorry. And you're at home and you have everything going for you. Get out of here. All right. I pick and maybe I'm more upset because I picked Miami. I was just about to it say is, it sounds sounds like there's some hurt. There. It's very personal, but I mean get that hurt out your heart. Austin Carlos already pissed me off, but then it just kept rolling. So that's fine. Yeah. Yeah, All week. right. Hey, it is what it is. You had a couple losses yourself. Let's talk about this Duke and Virginia one. This is the week, the anniversary of all the things that have happened, the tragedies and all that stuff. And with that, I should have really been like, you know what? Defending home was going to be heavy on Virginia's minds. Yeah. And while I do think that Duke is a stronger team, especially with the Riley Leonard that they'll never see, probably no more this season. I should have probably picked the Cavaliers in this one, hindsight being 2020. You know, this was a game that, again, and I hate to keep using this phrase, 
This is what college football is about. This type of madness is what college football is about. You look at this Duke team that started off the year, hot as fish grease, dominating teams left and right, defensively, giving you nothing, giving you nothing. You, If you were to score on Duke, you were going to have to show up big time yeah. offensively. And now down the stretch, uh, not exactly like that anymore. It's they not exactly. Some, they've had some injuries, but exactly. also yeah. who hasn't? But, I and, there's that. And not only who hasn't, but to talk about, hey, we're playing with our third string quarterback. Well, Virginia's playing with their backup. Now, granted, Virginia's backup may be better than the starter. I'm going to just say that. Y'all know how I feel about the Tonys, okay? Y'all know how I feel about Anthony Calandria. That's a that's a guy. That's a ball player right there. But to see this game and to see that you gave up this many points in the fashion that you did, mm, that's tough. That's tough. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. Now, we do applaud the comeback. However, maybe there was too much dip on Duke's chip this year in terms yeah. of trying to recreate what the goodness was last season. But I also, again, will stand on Virginia's record is not reflective of how they are as a program. They've been in so many close ones that it was nice to see them be able to pull one off, win by three, you know, do all the things. So you just you just tip your cap in that. Absolutely. Regard. And if you look at Virginia's record all this season, right, I want to say they had – of all of their eight losses, I want to say five of them came by one possession or less. So, or one possession, basically, the James Madison game of one field goal sends that a different way. The NC State game, same thing, a field goal. Boston College, field goal. Miami, field goal. And Louisville, a touchdown. Like you're looking at a, a, a team that while this record says they are not good, they are poo, they are terrible, they are bottom of the conference. They continue to show up. They continue to fight when there's literally nothing left. There's nothing left but pride. There's nothing left but that. And they party, continue to show up. party spoilers. You are big on poo and turds these days. I'm just going to say that's wow. like your fourth reference, but okay. here we are. All right, guys, let's talk about our friends at LinkedIn these days. Every new potential hire can feel like a high stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. All you got to do is go to LinkedIn.com, add your job and your purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you like to interview and hire. So why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires for leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster and for free. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college. That's linkedin.com slash locked on college. Terms and conditions do apply. Kenta Gibbs and I talking through week 12. He said, she said, fans said, the fans and I and you all picked Duke. Virginia came on top, but we were really good in this Notre Dame one. Never had a doubt. With Even with the one touchdown that Wake Forest received, never a doubt. Hey, good for Wake Forest, you know. Good for them. Happy for happy for Sam to get you know that payback game because it was not. I mean, it wasn't a payback game. Let's be for real. Yeah, no. It, this this was this has been a it's been a season for Wake Forest. It's been very I mean, re, it's been a very reflective season for Coach Clawson, someone yeah. who was very high on his team coming out of camp, and has slowly but surely been a little sorely disappointed. Absolutely. And with his own, I mean, his own comments, you know. But there's there's brighter days. There's brighter days. We can have another year under your belt. People are going to get healthy. You break the rule 15 win streak in terms of two seasons, and we just yeah. keep rolling. We find a new streak, and we keep it going. 
And and not only that, I mean, you know, in this game, let's just be honest. This this Wake Forest team was outmatched. They were outclassed. This wasn't a situation where you look at them and you're like, oh man, like they if they played their best game and Notre Dame plays their best game, this would have been much closer. Mm-mm. No, no, that get somebody else to do it. This just wasn't gonna be one of those ones. So, you know, we don't have to spend too much time here. We knew that this was going to be a wire to wire. A wire to wire? Yeah, wire to wire, start to finish. Oh, I thought you meant like wire to wire, like get a good game in terms of like start to finish. It was going to be close. No, no, wire to wire, meaning that one team takes a lead and they never relinquish it, which Notre Dame did not. I don't know if that's what that means, but I'll look back at my notes. <laughs> that's exactly what wire to wire means, Miss Cooper. No, I don't think so. When it comes okay. down to the wire, down to the wire and wire to wire are two okay, different. Okay, yeah. okay, she's cute. All right, this one here is gonna be tough, but we're not gonna stay here long as well. The thirty-one twenty victory for the Clemson Tigers was just what it was. You know, Clemson is a better team than their record reflects. I think that North Carolina left some points on the board. One thing we say here on the show: you better not never not never leave it in the hands of an ACC ref because you're going to get let down every single time. Every time. Tyler from Spartansburg, (laughs) you are the MVP of this season for the Clemson Tigers because this is a – this Clemson Tiger team has – they ain't lost since Tyler turned it up. Tyler turned up. Acting totally different. Acting totally different. They – don't bring Tyler to the end of the season banquet. Hello. Honestly. Hello. Y'all better get, pick up the phone, baby. Come on now, Tyler, because we, we need you back. We need you back. I, I'll tell you what. That NC State loss was an extremely disappointing one, especially losing back-to-back Miami the way they did and then NC State. And then to rattle off three straight, two against rank, ranked opponents when you hadn't beat a single-ranked team all year. What a time. But I also want to talk about this, right? Mm-hmm. So that touchdown or fumble that ended up being a touchback took it from potentially 14 0 mm-hmm. to 7 0 mm-hmm. with Clemson having the ball at their 20. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing whether or not that call is the only thing that I'll say about that is there was so much time left in that game. Like oh, this is dead at the beginning. If that call is made at the end of the game, I see a much greater point for uh, North Carolina fans. But very similarly to what I said about the Syracuse call, where Syracuse got absolutely shafted on a call against UNC about the, the spotting of the ball when the when they ran that fake punt. But I clearly said, this is not what lost Syracuse the game. There was tons of game left that you had to show up for. North Carolina, there was tons of game left. Listen, I would argue that there was a lot of misholding calls, but we always can say that about defense. And if you're if you truly are a defensive-minded person, you can say that short as day is long. There's no excuses. I am still for Team Mac retirement. I'm still for Gene Chizik finding a new will in a new way. I'm all for the defense getting wiped out. I'm sick of the linebackers being ass. I'm sick of the defensive line being ass. Can't win in trenches. Can't win on the offensive line. The fact that Drake May and Sam Howell have worked with this offensive line is a miracle. Yeah. And that's just that. I think you come to Carolina, you get some 
all personal individual highlights. You have a couple good games, but if you think you're going to win beyond eight games, I hate to <laughs> good luck. You better have a generational quarterback at the helm. Otherwise, do what you need to do. Enjoy the free education. Meet a beautiful chick while you're at it. Enjoy maybe some good basketball and go on about your way. Well, that's, I mean, that's where my expectations are with Carolina football. Well, I mean, I, I'll I'll say this: this game, as much as people talk about, you know, that first fumble and what it was or what it wasn't, that second fumble by uh, Omari Hampton, I don't think anybody's debating that one. Well, right? you listen, listen, right. listen, 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 honey, you ain't you don't fumble nothing every time. Now all of a sudden you got freaking butterfinger hands. That don't make no sense to me. It don't make well, no sense to me. And, and, and this is this is what I'm saying. You can't have multiple turnovers in the red zone and expect to go into Death Valley and win. Mm-mm. Period. Not gonna happen. I don't care how Not good or bad happen. Clemson is. No. Yeah, and that and and really, you wouldn't want that against any conference opponent, but sure. especially not against a conference opponent like Clemson in Death Valley. That's to that's not a even be able to beat them on a down year. It's just, I'm just, I'm over it. Even NC State could beat them on a down year and a good year. Like, come on. I mean, hey, everybody's talking about uh, UNC's record with Drake May and all that, and I'm just saying, NC State has the exact same record, or they're 15 and eight, and UNC is 16 and eight while Drake May's been there, so. Apparently, NC State's five quarterbacks are the same as Drake May. Who would have thunk it? If that's what you took from that, I guess so. That's what the records say. Yeah, you know, because that Carolina defense has been one of one when it comes to NC State's defense. Yes. I mean, listen. Clearly, Tony Gibson, Gene Chizik, same thing. Same thing. Hey, listen. uh, Between Tony Gibson and Gene Chizik, one of them has a national championship ring and one of them don't. Okay, I, that's all I mean, Auburn, I, I mean, we're talking about SEC, we're talking about ACC, we're talking about NC State. Listen, like, we, we, ain't we ain't got to talk about that. We ain't got to talk about that. We ain't got to talk about that. All I'm saying, all I'm saying is, this is setting up for an amazing robbery week. Setting up for the, a phenomenal. Great. Robbery. We're not there yet. Please don't make me block you on the show or have to mute your mic. Y'all pick Clemson fans and Kenton. I stuck beside my team, and I'm gonna do that every time ten toes. But just embarrassing. North Carolina State, though, in Virginia Tech, I felt like the Hokies were going to Finn Lane Stadium. It was going to be an afternoon game to turn into evening, and things were going to get rowdy. Unfortunately, Jones and the boys weren't able to do that, you know, and you live to see another L, Candace, and that's all right. I'm okay with that. You know, NC State, this is one of the few times that, and I hate the phrase, oh, this game was closer than you think by the scoreboard. Oh, this game was more in control than the scoreboard makes it seem but this really was a domination by NC State. I mean, this – I know that you look at this and say, oh, it's a seven-point win. NC State completely took their foot off the gas in a comically bad way, offensively and defensively. Tony Gibson is known. That man, he – I'm going to tell you what. He brings more dogs than Mike Vick could possibly know what to do with. And yet, and still, and when they got to that second half, what did they do? Oh, let's rush three – Let's rush three all the second half. We're we're up so much that we could just rush three. I don't know who put the scouting report together that said, oh, if you give Kyron Jones all the time in the world back there, but make him stay in the pocket, he won't kill you. Because he will. He will. So maybe, maybe next time, you know, you keep your foot on the gas a little later. But the reality is um, NC State did enough to walk away with the win despite a late surge by uh, the Hokies. I want to say – 21 of their 28 points came in the last 15 minutes or so of the game. Like this was, 
again, NC State controlled this thing, and, and there was a stretch in the middle of the game where they went five or six – no, five drives straight with all touchdowns. And then once they took their foot off the gas, it was visibly noticeable by a mile. But, uh, yeah, tooting and drones, could not get it going on the ground, and that's, that was the game for Virginia Tech. Lisa, you live to see another one. Say we won't stay here long either, but for this game, definitely want to talk about our Jordan Travis Florida State approach and why and Tate we now can still trust. But first, let's remind you guys about our friends at Prize Picks, the daily fantasy sports platform, the largest one that we have out here in North America. Easiest and most exciting way to play DFS is just you against the numbers instead of battling thousands of players including pros and sharks, you pick more than or less than two to six player stat projections and watch the winnings roll in. Prize Picks even offers a reboot policy that so that the entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. For football, basketballs, if you have a player who exits the game in the first half and does not return in the second, that player is rebooted. Prize Picks is the only daily fantasy sports platform with an injury insurance policy. Now you can also get pick combo projections across football and basketball with specials league a league created specifically for combo projections that includes two or more players from two different sports or leagues so lebron james travis kelsey however you want to slice it up you've got it go to prizefix.com slash locked on college use code locked on college for a first deposit match up to 100 dollars Again, prizepicks.com slash locked on college use code locked on college for a first deposit match of up to 100 dollars Candace is here with Kenton. Florida State beat Northern Alabama. We knew that would happen. What did it cost you, Thanos? Everything. Everything. Yeah. It cost you your top quarterback. It Everything. cost you your potentially national championship hopes. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, again, the way the numbers not work impossible. out. Not impossible. Like, no, I'm saying, like, even if they make college football playoffs, to have to play against a Georgia, a Michigan, yeah. an Ohio yeah. State, whoever you have to play against, it's a whole different ball game playing with Jordan Travis than it is Absolutely. having to play with Tate. Nick. Absolutely, Nick, but Tate. you look, at, but you look at a lot of the teams that you just mentioned, and a lot of them ain't been through nothing. With all due respect, they ain't been through nothing this year. We love a little adversity over here. Michigan with all their. Sign stealing, no sign stealing, Coach Harbaugh. We did it for you, whatever the case may be. Bet they ain't been, they ain't been, they ain't been through nothing. You know what I mean? Ohio State, yeah, you ain't been through nothing. Uh, you look at I, the only team that I would say has faced major adversity, whichever Pac-12 team comes out, because they're Washington and Oregon gonna have to go at it two times. Whoever come out of that, that's a that's brutal. That's brutal. Sure. And the Pac-12 is better than they've been in years. Sure, in the last year that they exist, they want to do this. But the Pac-12 is better than they've been in years, and you get that. But then you look at the other teams. Georgia has steamrolled everybody. Georgia. Everybody. Except for what? Uh, Mizzou, shout out to Coach Drink. And I I can't, can't – I think they had a couple other games that were closer than we thought, but even they're closer than we thought games were 10, 14 points. They ain't been through nothing. This Florida State team is going to have some scars to show. Come on. They're going to have some moments to say, we won without our two freaks of nature out wide. We won when our backfield was a little bit reduced. We won without Jordan Travis. We had to win a conference championship without our fearless leader on the sidelines. We've been through some things. And as the old saying goes, 
a lion leaps highest win when it's wounded. And this team can come together around this wound to say, you know what? We're going to do it for you, brother. We're going to show you. We're going to get you that ring. We're going to get you the ACC championship ring ain't enough, Jordan. We're going to get you all the rings. We're going to get you all the rings in one shot. And they have the talent to do so. We're excited to go to ACC championship and for the first time ever see Florida State in Louisville matchup. I haven't seen them in person. So so interesting. So interesting that the first year they get rid of divisions, two Atlantic teams end up there. Who would have thunk it? I mean, I mean, we can do it if you want to do it. Who would have thought? I mean, we can do it if you want to do it. I mean, we can do what? We can do what if you want to do it. Louisville decided that they wanted to have like this freakishly good year with a new coach. Who knows? Listen, and I and I I feel had they had 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 they had Satterfield, we would not be having this conversation. And I feel you're knocking, but let me, I mean, if we go through the top three teams in the conference right now, you do know who they are, correct? Don't do me. Don't Florida State, Louisville, don't, don't NC State. Me. I'm sorry. I'm dying. Don't and the season's it's, not over. So NC State could definitely fall. Okay. Could still fall. I, I hear you. I Georgia hear Tech you. was up there at the moment. Georgia okay. Tech is number four. Yep. Georgia Tech is number four. They All surely right. are. Miami decided they just gave up. All right, all right, all right. All I'm, all I'm saying is Virginia this. Virginia Tech okay. had a moment. Virginia Tech had a moment. All I'm saying is this. All I'm saying is this. I'm looking around the conference, and I'm saying to myself, now, wait a minute. Hold on. It just looked like the Y'all Atlantic is on top. I'm very grateful that Clemson had a bad year. All right, heard you, heard you, heard you, heard you. Let's talk about Syracuse and Georgia Tech, an Atlantic team that clearly couldn't get their issue together and got your coach right out that door. The Yellow Jackets, <laughs> they figured out a will in the way, figured out a will in the way, and that's all you can do sometimes. They are still alive and kicking. They have, you know, a game in front of them that God help them, God speed, all the things. But as we sit here and say, poor Syracuse, new coach maybe next year. Yeah, yeah. All and you- <laughs> and, and the, the story of this game, you can really chalk this one up. To one thing and one thing only. One team had Haynes King and yeah. one team didn't. And that's really what this game came down to. I mean, don't get me wrong. Syracuse fought hard. They fought valiantly. I, you know, they did everything they could. But the reality is you weren't going to win with that gimmick offense back-to-back games. You just 100%. weren't. It wasn't going to Georgia gonna Tech is one of those teams that should be better than what their record shows as well. Yeah. But – They've, well, they've, been, I, they've been punching them out a couple times that are questionable to me. And, and I think that they've had a ridiculously tough schedule. Like, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. A tough schedule does not mean that I excuse you losing to Bowling Green. No. Mm-hmm. But outside of that, their other conference was number 17 Ole Miss, and they got number one George on the docket next. Mm. Mm. You know? Hey. But I don't feel like he is the type to make excuses. No, he's not. He's not. He is going to say we need to do better. We need to be better. And it's like, my brother in Christ, you don't have anybody on the team that can keep up with Jackson Dart and boys. Yeah. You don't have nobody on the team that's going to keep up with, with Brock Bowers. That boy is 240 running 4-4. He's different. <laughs> he's he's not, he's not like the rest breed. of us, brother. Yeah. Not like the rest of us. Yeah. So. You know, let's let's live with that. 
Mm-hmm. Let's relish in that. Sit in that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And let's realize that if you played the Island of Misfit Toys University, Southeast Which they Dunkin did, Dunkin Bowling Green. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Bowling All Green. Right. Is All right. Put some respect on the Maction, okay? All right. Because Maction beat Boston College too now. The Max hey. showed their tail in the ACC. They showed a little bit of tail. They showed a little tail feather. But <laughs> with that being said, you know, this mm-hmm. Georgia Tech team, they, mm, get you some Easy wins in there. They they left, they, they left a little meat on the bone. Left to be desired here for this season. Maybe we'll talk about it next year. You know, but you were Absolutely. very bought in. But you know, we can, we we're gonna do our oh, reflection wow. report. Oh, wow. We're gonna do our That's reflection report. Wow. Go ahead, bring out the score. Go well, ahead. you know, I do this with no joy. It it brings me no <laughs> I pleasure. Tell. I can know, tell because it's I eating I was, up alive. I respect my colleagues so much. I respect oh, my, my colleagues so much. Uh, but. This was a week, week 12, where uh, Miss Cooper struggled mightily with a woeful three and five on the week. We woeful don't need you to be so dramatic. Go ahead. To bring her to a grand total of 70 and 32, which mathematically all but eliminates her unless she pulls <laughs> off an immaculate week and the fans and I both get darn near everything wrong. That's, which is not impossible. Sure. And <laughs> you've got myself and the fans both going six and two this week, which uh, leaves me at 77 and 25. The fans at 74 and 28. And Candace is trailing, falling behind a little bit. These games aren't gimmies, though, if we're going to keep it a buck. The only I, game that's a gimme is the George game. I'll tell you what, there's All more right. gimme, there's more gimmies up there than you realize. And I'm leaving it at that. Think, but li- we'll get to that. We'll get I, to that. We'll I get to that we got, tomorrow. In fact, I think we got plenty of gimmies available in there. But I'm a shut. I'm, I'm a hush it up till we get there tomorrow. We're gonna go over week 13 because we're gonna enjoy our Thanksgiving. Don't know about you, but mm-hmm. I want to eat good. And Absolutely. Uh, we can talk about who's feasting where and doing all the things here tomorrow. Just get it out the way, and then we want you guys to go enjoy your families because we know we will. This former so, buffet buster gonna do some buffet busting. It's okay. it's coming back. Okay, we're okay. we're doing the thing. And I please did three know, extra squats today. And because listen, I knew I was about to eat some cookies, pies, and cakes. Please know that the polls are up. The polls are up. So if y'all want to get it in, go get your voting in. Go ahead, yep. get your get your talk in. Talk your talk because I mean week thirteen is here. We've already got plenty of games. We got multiple games with 100 voters already in on it. So go on. Go on to get in there now. Go on, uh, let's see what we can get. Fans, it's between me and you. We, you know. That, that's just your favorite. I don't like how you're leaving me out. Well, you can have it. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> I can still beat the fans. I can still technically beat the fans. Um, fans, it is between you, I, and Candace still. Candace is still in play. You can't even one win good. Candace is still in play to catch both you and I, fans. I am not winking suspiciously. For Candace Cooper and Kenton Gibbs, we will see you tomorrow.